today on the show, we have the Ruffles, and we are super excited. We were looking forward to interviewing you guys for quite a while. You guys are open on the internet, which is really exciting because most Thruples are not. And your name rhymes with Thruple, which is crazy and super fun. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're so excited. My last name is actually Thornhill, and theirs is Ruffle. So the T-H and then Ruffle is Thruple. So that's how we... That is so perfect. Yeah. I love it. So it's funny. It's like it's a sign. Yes. <laughs> Liv actually sent me a TikTok video with Justin on what polyamory is really like like a year ago before I had TikTok because I was like anti, I'm anti-social media and TikTok. <laughs> I wouldn't get on it. I'm like, I'm still on MySpace. I was like trying to fight it for the longest time. Yes, but, I love MySpace. But we were laughing our asses off. And then it was like, now all this time later, we found the Ruffles on yep. uh, Instagram yeah. and connected with you guys. Yay. And it's like, then it all came full circle. Like, ah, that he was the guy yes. that we saw all that time. We know ago. him. <laughs> So super exciting. Yeah, we're very open. Mm -hmm. So um, for our listeners, would you guys mind telling us your Thruple love story? Who wants to start? Well, uh, I can start. So I'm Katie and I'm uh, married to Justin and uh, Claire is our fiance. We've been together for about five and a half years now, uh, engaged for about three, mm -hmm. three years since 2020. Yeah. yeah. And um, Claire and Justin went to college together and they, um, they were friends and they never dated. And, um, then they went their separate ways after college. And that's when I met Justin. I was a stand-up comedian in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Uh, did a show. Her sister approached me afterwards, uh, and said, my sister thinks you're cute. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's cute. <laughs> uh, that, that was that was she's also hot so that helped who's uh, your sister oh okay uh, yeah i looked at her i was like Don't mind I'm, if I'm, 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 yeah um, i noticed justin you also uh, have a taste for the taller women yeah, yes. yeah. Both Listen, really tall. i don't need to i don't need to be i don't need to be the the person of height in the relationship <laughs> um and then uh about that was and that was 17 years ago. So Justin and I have been together for 17 years, uh, married for 10. But about seven, about 10 years ago, we we just got open with each other about you know our sexual life and and preferences and so forth. And Katie was like, "Hey, you know, I'm bisexual. I didn't know if I could tell you until we were married. Yeah, engaged. Yeah, engaged. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry. And uh, and that's when the romance story of this. This little strawberry, <laughs> because you know Facebook, MySpace allows you to uh, kind of peer into somebody's life. So I saw Claire on Justin's Facebook, and I was like, "Who is this goddess?" <laughs> and she was like, the "Perfect person I've, I've ever seen." I had never met her before. I had just seen her on on. The social media and uh just was like yeah that's that's claire i've known her for 20 years we went to college together and we were in radio and i was like oh my god i i i i love her <laughs> and it took years for us to build up the courage up to the tell courage. her yeah and claire i mean you had so they moved down to los angeles um what 13 years 13 ago years ago and from seattle yeah, because we're all from Seattle. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just doing my thing in Seattle. Justin and I have always been in contact, you know, since college here and there. And I've always supported his career. And he's like, I have to I have to tell you something. <laughs> he's like, but, but I don't want to ruin our friendship. Oh, and, so nice. and this is weird. Like, we could just skate past it. Like, just don't even worry about it. And he's like, do you want the PG version? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I think it's the. <laughs> I, I would like to hear both versions. The, the R version is uh, me and my wife have the engine redheads, and uh, it's I kind of hear, our team. I want to hear what version Claire asked to hear. <laughs> so he said, "Okay, my wife and I have a crush on you," and um, I was so pleasantly surprised. I was like, "Great, let's see what happens." Yeah, and I just awesome. Thrown it all. Yeah, I just actually had been working in Seattle and had met another polyamorous couple, and I didn't even know what that was six years ago, seven years. I had no idea. And I saw at work how great their relationship was, and so that kind of opened my eyes. 
And then shortly after that, I dated a woman for the first time. And I've, I've always been bisexual, but I was feeling more um, open about it. And then when they sent their message, it was it's really all about timing, as you guys know. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And it was just the perfect time in my life because I was single and I was like, yes, I'm kicking ass being single. And they they wrote me flew me down and I was like, so when can I move here? Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> On her first date, she was talking about moving to LA. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. So it was pretty much love at first sight. Yeah. They were just... very you all. Right? Yeah, because they, <laughs> they went. Uh, they went on a uh, tandem bike. She ride. took me on a bike ride in Malibu, and then we went out and got some chicken nuggets, and yeah. then we went to Pump Restaurant for for a nice fancy dinner, and it was so awesome. It was really great. <laughs> that sounds like a great time. Yeah, yeah that is beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, so Katie and Justin, when you guys met, were the intentions to be monogamous, or were you kind of always like? I don't know what the future is going to hold. Like, Yeah, yeah, we were, um, yeah, we hadn't really, um, you know, thought about polyamory until after we were engaged, the subject came up, and Justin had um, taken some um, anthropology classes, Anthro, yeah. and, and, and classes, and you read that that book, too. There was so. a, yeah, there was a book I read in call. I had a, uh, a um, a a teacher's assistant who was studying for her doctorate teaching a anthro 460 class mm-hmm. and it was called uh, sex and evolution mm-hmm. and this class uh had a book called um sex at dawn oh yeah i read that mm-hmm. yeah yes. that's a good one yeah, this book and i was and then the, the, another one that was about um chimpanzees and apes and they went back further and they were just like, look, whatever we're talking about, this patriarchal thing, this is really, really, really new in the realm of human existence. Patriarchy and, is it? Yeah, pa- pa- patriarchy in general, like male-ordered stuff. Mm-hmm. Females, if you're looking at the whole species of humanity, were the ones in charge. And if that were the case... They were the deciders, and so that kind of meant like, hey, you know, monogamy was a very male-dominated, we're going to own you, you're going to get some land and some, you know, some goats and shit for that. (laughs) I had never really thought of, uh, I had never even knew that there was another relationship style besides monogamy until he, we just started just having conversations about, about other options options and we're like wait there's another option like I, I never even thought of that and we never so then like you know 13 years go by or you know whatever however, however many years go by and we don't really um you know practice the polyamory until we uh my crush on claire so yeah that's we interesting. had some learning oh, yeah go ahead yeah so no, it was totally it. easy right like there was never a fight or <laughs> everything just went right perfectly. you guys hate us but no, well, there's no fighting. It's like yeah, a right. dream. Yeah. I don't know. I've never, this is my longest relationship. I've never been happier. It just works for us. And we just want people to know that this is an option because we did not know this yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. So we just want to spread our love and joy and story to. Katie and I didn't fight with it either in the beginning. There was no, I mean, like we had in, in what, five and a half years, I think we've had like two total days of <laughs> you know we're, yeah, we're, we're was, grumpy with each other but, but nothing really honestly it's just yeah i wouldn't call that fighting like in the traditional sense of fighting in a relation it's not that yeah, yeah. no like when, when our, our monogamous friends tell us they're like yeah we haven't spoken to each other in a week or whatever like, <laughs> oh, oh god <laughs> yeah <laughs> freaks Right, I know. Yeah, polyamory forces you to communicate, right? Yeah, it does. Oh, you know, it's so true. And I'm a communication major, but communicating with one person was really hard for me. But it's it's made it so much easier for me to communicate. Truly, so you find it easier to be in a relationship with two people than with one. Yeah, for me personally, that that, that's that's unique, right? Most people struggle. And this is the first. Yeah. And this is the first time I've ever been in a polyamorous relationship. But honestly, my friends were like, oh, for you, that makes sense. It makes sense. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. You were born yeah. for it. I love it. Well, how long have you guys yeah. been together now? 
About so, five and a half years. Yeah, yeah. So that's a long time. Yeah. yeah. That is. 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then living together since 2020? Yeah. 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 <laughs> we picked a we picked a hell of a year to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you can survive COVID. Okay. <laughs> I hope Anna got engaged. It was yeah. great. <laughs> it was a good year. I mean, for us, uh, it, it's interesting because we got trial by fire. You know, when we had when we moved in, we had a, a few friends going, "Nice guy, going. You're really signing up for something here." Yeah. yeah. And at the end of that. You know, now everything is is you know on the other side. They're the ones going. So how's that going? Is yeah. that still how, going? How, how yeah. is this everything work? <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah. It's, yeah. Did how you, are you? Yeah. 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 Are you okay? Did you guys have any? So I've noticed like a lot of people that met during COVID. Uh, everything was different. You didn't really spend time outside of the house. So people are acting in one way within the household and in another way when they go out and meet friends. Did you have any like a huge surprise when you started going out and meeting friends, like behavior that you weren't expecting or like, oh, yeah, you're acting different with this friend or. So I was up in Seattle still until the very end of September. And so um, it was hard for me because they were here together and I was just up there by myself. But we made it a priority to try and see each other at least once a month. Right. And. That was huge. And ready, driving to. Yeah, we, when you couldn't fly, we literally drove from LA to Seattle oh and met wow. in the middle at Reading at this farmhouse and they had a cow. And so <laughs> I've never been there, but I heard it's wonderful. That's awesome. Oh, it's really great. Yeah, it's really nice. We'll send you the link. <laughs> it was very pretty. And it, and it was, um, you know, most, there's one of like three reactions people give which is either it didn't even affect him. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. cool, great. Uh, number two is inquisitive mm-hmm. and like, oh, oh like, I have so many out. questions. So many questions. Yeah. What do you do? And it's just 100 questions. And then the third one is kind of a um, passive aggressive. Oh, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. I, I, would I, never. I, get, I get that one yeah. all the time. I was like, yeah. I could right. never do that. Yeah. 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 You know, it's okay because nobody asked. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I, God, that's just not, it's like, I wasn't proposed, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I get the high fives. You get the high fives, Justin, from the guys, but then around the corner yeah, they go, I couldn't do what you're one. doing. More women, more problems, right? <laughs> and, you know, I, I all every time, every time some guy does that to me while there are other women around and they do that, and I go, that's why you won't have women around. <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> that, it's because I have I have enough now of, of a backbone to say that that's like that's why you have no women around that kind of you know <laughs> yeah. like because yeah, they're difficult. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you're like no no you're the difficult one buddy don't you see that you're just the one trashing the people you're standing next yeah. to yeah. publicly in front of them. Yeah. So but, speaking um, of honestly, pe- oh yeah go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. We we don't really go out very much. We just are gross and love each other and just like to stay at home with our dog a lot. So once I moved here, it was a lot easier. But 2020, honestly, oh, was one yeah. of the best of my life. It was sorry for everyone else who it wasn't a good year. But um, for us, it was really great. You guys must have had TP. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were trading TP with for soap and all these things around. Oh my, 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 my real last name is Charmin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you guys are talking about responses that you get from different people. How out were you from the very beginning? Like, were you just like out to everybody, family, friends, everything just right out the gate? And how accepting was, was everybody? Yeah, we we slowly one by one told our family first, mm-hmm. um, and they were ex- uh, you know they had some questions, but overall extremely supportive. Got lucky, got awesome. so lucky um, because when they because they once they met Claire and they saw the three of us together, they understood. They were like, "Oh, okay, we get it. Your family, like she's she's just yeah, yeah, like it's." If you see us together, right. it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. The chemistry. Yeah. The, you could tell but, that we really like each other. <laughs> yeah. I grew up 
really super Christian. So for me, it was a little bit scary, but, um, Amen. I told my mom and she was just a little bit confused, but she never, she, she's so accepting and loving and she loves us. And it was never an issue ever. That's awesome. We have more issues telling a couple of friends. Oh, a couple of friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we used to live in uh, Northern California. We were close to the Bay and actually live when I met her, we lived in the Bay. Uh And you think, oh, that's the, you know, the gay area. Right. It's like, um, and then we were, we moved here to Houston, Texas. And we're like, oh, we're yeah. in the freaking Bible Belt now. There's a church on, and a gas station on every corner here. And uh, we yeah, thought yeah. it was going to be crazy, but actually people just don't care here. They have very mind zero business. No, uh, no. Yeah. so good to hear. Yeah. Oh, that makes me happy. Yeah. It's really wonderful. You know, I, I think we're, we're living maybe in a time where there's so much other stuff going on for everybody that, you know, maybe, maybe now. Maybe this is one thing we can all agree upon. Or, or, or not agree. Or like, not, under, not agree. Um, we just don't have to judge because it's accepting. Right. Oh, you don't even have to accept it. They just don't have time to care. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, like, uh, like, uh, they're like, why would I be? Oh, you love more than one person? That doesn't affect affect me. And that's what you get with the average person on the street or we, you know, interactions out and about and you go out to dinner or something. But the the only hateful stuff we get is uh, comments. And it's always, you know, somebody with an emoji instead of a picture Mm -hmm. and uh, they've got nothing better to do. And not that many anymore. Yeah, At the beginning, exactly. we yeah, we got more more comments that were mean. Now, not not that much anymore. I think, yeah, people. The, the irony. We'll beat them up. The, <laughs> right. the irony is that it, it usually only comes from, and I apologize, but uh, people who self-subscribe to Judeo-Christian values, and then I would always tap back with. But did you need you go need you need to go back and read the Old Testament, right? <laughs> because if you accept the first one, you accept the you know the the second one and the first one. They both yeah. kind of meet together in the middle, and the first one, this guy had a whole bunch of wives. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. uh, <laughs> I just got an argument the other day with somebody happened. online. I try to stay out of it, but they sucked me in. And I actually went to school. Oh. To, uh, I I got a uh, a degree in pastoral ministry. I went to school to be a pastor. <laughs> but by the time I finished the degree, I completely did a 180. And now here we are. So, okay. so when people try to quote I the Bible to me, I love to jump in there and like quote it back in the Greek and Hebrew to them. And it's like, you're, you're messing oh, with the wrong God. guy. I know this thing's cover to cover. I grew up in it. I lived it. That's I breathed right. it. That's <laughs> right. I, I started, it, it was, I had a very similar experience. I took like a, a religious studies course in college. And once I was, I was raised you know, a Christian, and I apologize, my dog's hair, that's how much I can Josh can relate to that. I have cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have cats too. We have, we have two of them too. We love animals. <laughs> anyway, uh, I grew up Christian, and, and so I had, when I remembered all the stories of, you know, the, the legends and the all heroes the things of the that Bible. Using, yeah. The heroes. Uh, when I started taking the religious studies courses, I go, hey, uh, these sound similar. There's a and yeah. and the the professor was nice enough to go. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You start to pick up on some stuff here. That allegory is usually the way we you know. And I was like, right. And that started to be like, I got it. They're mm-hmm. teaching us something instead of like making this whole pairing off thing. It's the powers that be that are like making us fight with each other and shaking up the ant box. Yeah. Yeah. And. I, and then once you do that, you're like, ah, it's not as hard. And then you allow things, you know, to come into play that you never thought of before. Like, yeah. Oh, I wonder if this, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? How about these? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Solomon was the wisest man that ever lived. And he had 400 wives and 600 concubines. So I was like, maybe I should just surround myself with women. And uh, I could, too, could be the smartest man. <laughs> we don't know how realistic the story is. Come on. <laughs> come on. It's in the Bible. It's 100% true. <laughs> It's in the Bible. It means it's true. So I was listening to that another podcast that you ladies were on, um, I think yeah. like a year or two ago. And uh, you mentioned that when Claire moved down, did I hear it right that you guys all moved into a new house together at the same time? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. You are so right. Yeah. They were living in Hollywood mm-hmm. at a great um, what was it? Like Spanish? It was a Spanish <laughs> I know that name. Like, <laughs> it was Lots really a good spot for them. Yeah. For their time. 
And we were at first, we were insane. It was one bedroom, one bathroom. We we're like, we'll, we'll try this out. <laughs> then we were like, with a closet like this big. I was like, yeah, we can all three live in this place. And we're like, I have a clothing addiction. So that wasn't going to work. Okay. Um, but we got this wonderful apartment and it's the best. Two, it's a two bedroom, two bathroom. Um, and the old Oakwood apartments where they used to send all the new actors way back in the 80s or oh no 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 from like even. from like the 80s all the way up until like 10 years ago <laughs> studios and our living situation is wonderful for us yeah it works for us and i think the secret to us living together is having two bathrooms and separate closets yes yeah that's the secret yes and it's super important <laughs> so you guys sleep together all the time in the same yes. bed and we yes and yep. Well, and Justin, you're in the middle, right? He's the middle man. Okay, yes. I have a question because no, I'm the one yeah. who's in the middle when we sleep together. Where do you? Where I like the cuddles. I like. I love it. But where do you keep your stuff? Like your phone? Like your water bottle? Good question. Like, I don't have stuff. You have no stuff. <laughs> do you wish you had stuff? Are you because live is? And we can come up with a bit in the middle of the night. And you want to write any notes on your phone? You can't. You still phone. No. Sometimes you have it under the pillow, but most times he just leaves it out in the kitchen. Yeah. That, that's my solution. I'm keeping everything under the pillow. There's she a wants lot of me stuff to invent there. something that goes behind her head for the box. You know, well, this woman carries like four water bottles with her I do. all day. I do. I give me. 10 minutes yeah. in, a, in a spot, I'll bring four or five. Just a collection. Listen, <laughs> have at, least, at least two beverages on us at all times. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call myself minimalist, but I don't have a lot of stuff. Like, I don't come with a lot of stuff. Yeah. It lets us go crazy. On that we're, we're big thrifters. I would so. say 70% of my attire, and I mean this sincerely, yeah. was bought for me by either these two or my mother. Yeah. And then on top of that, because when I met him, it was just all sleeveless, cut off, in and out T-shirts. <laughs> How many were there? Oh, there were like thirty sleeveless T-shirts, and I'm like, you're not that. <laughs> I, I was no longer. I was no longer. But that's what I meant. Yeah, but it it fit because, like, honestly, the amount of I don't buy things. Like, right. I got golf clubs. He's a compersionist. Yeah. So, so mm -hmm. I, if they want to fill the house with stuff, like I don't, I don't really care where we live or what kind of things I have, as long as the people who are in my life are happy, happy. are yeah. really, really happy. Yeah. Truly, he's that one. Then boom, we are good to go, man. Yeah. Like uh, I, but also that may partially come from I was a kid of divorce, mm -hmm. who you know had a lot of stuff. And then all of a sudden, no stuff. Yeah. Or, or it was split into two little piles of stuff. And then both of the parents were like, don't you like my stuff? And I'm like, it's not about the stuff. <laughs> so I stopped buying things. Yeah. You know? And so there's my closet is no joke. This big. It is like a cabinet space. Right. <laughs> and, like, and like this much cubic space of like hangers. And that helps. Well, you're because making us feel bad because we have two pretty large closets and we do not have enough closet space. It's a disaster. <laughs> it really is the secret to a healthy relationship, I think, is closet space. I think that's Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yes. That's and all if I mean. there were three walk-in closets, we would oh, all Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And unlike Justin, I have Goals. probably, I think I have more clothes than both of you. Yes, <laughs> you have a lot of clothes. Yeah. Well, listen, 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 really? I would, that would be awesome. Uh, they're on their way to buying me more clothes than, <laughs> like, the this problem is, is a possibility. I started a Poshmark account Ooh. and thrifting here in LA, you it's get the cream so, of the yes. Yes. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of taken over a little bit. My pieces, our second bedroom. <laughs> our, second bedroom our second bedroom was a racks. studio like yours. Yeah. It was a full-on recording really? podcast, Justin's digital content studio. And then all the slowly there's a rack of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it takes over. And then a rack of shoes, and then a rack of clothes, shoes, and a rack. And now it now it's a rack of ten. You know, like website my whole my whole rack in my bathroom is all clothes oh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> 
Yeah, so I don't even use my shower in there because that's She's also that's, that's so funny. It's like, it's like we have our thrifting and Justin enjoys golfing. So he never gives us a hard time. Never. So great. When we go on $1.99 Thursdays to Goodwill and and every Thursday pretty much. And Justin will go golfing. And it's just like he yes. doesn't give us our time. We don't give him a hard time. Uh, him a hard time and it just these are hobbies that weren't possible when we all grew up in seattle yeah right. like in seattle thrifting is somebody um is getting rid of their old flannels yeah 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 so i got a question actually about this thrifting yeah, I, I was watching one of your tiktok yeah. videos and it was about the gift giving and they gave you golf balls mm -hmm. yeah. and i'm not a golfer and uh i was really curious are those were those really valuable golf balls or were you or is that a bit? So, no, so here's 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 what's even better. Um, since I posted that video, and this is this is one hundred percent true. Um, Tiger Woods is the most endorsed athlete of all time. He had he's made more money on advertising dollars than even Michael Jordan. But Michael Jordan, um, and he both were with Nike. And a couple days after I made that video. He announced he will no longer be with Nike. The most, ri the richest endorsed athlete in the history of Nike left Nike altogether. Oh. And so the balls that she found at Goodwill were from 2004, the year he won the Masters. And Maybe they, even the year we met. Could be, yeah. Could yeah. very well be. Uh, and they were still sealed, still sealed, so never opened. So legit vintage, yeah. Legit vintage. And now they're like, you can't get those. So in like 10, 15 years, uh, something she got for $3.99 for three sleeves of these. And there's two of them in there. They will probably be worth $150 to $200 wow. per sleeve. So like nice. It's, it's the story. It's yeah. a good story. Now, yeah. Justin, is uh, gift giving, is that your love language? Oh, uh, well. I, I think it probably is. Acts yeah. of service. Uh, yeah, acts of service. Yeah, gift acts giving. of service for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Jinx. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the one. Sometimes I choose we to... finish each other's <laughs> sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a question, a more serious question for Claire. Uh, when yeah. you uh, first moved in. Uh, when you all, all three of you moved in together, did you ever sense any types of, of couples privilege? Did you ever feel like you're like an outsider? It doesn't look like it, so I. But yes, did did you ever Honestly, feel like that? Not really. They make it really apparent that we're all equal together, and you know, I mean, it's the paper that they've signed and everything like that, and like they have insurance together through her company. Right. So maybe I feel a little bit left out there, but like everything else is so equal and so fair. And they both make a really good point at making me feel like a third partner and in an equal partner. We started a business together. Yeah, we just started yeah, a business nice. together. Yeah. We're all equal partners in a business so that eventually what America won't let us do socially, we'll do fiscally, you know? Yeah. Nice. There you go. Kind of figure out a little loophole. We found out that businesses have more rights than yeah, like she, we, individuals. We were so. like, we couldn't get, uh, we could not get on the same policy of insurance because we're not married. But if we have a business together, ha ha. Uh -huh. ah. This is a brilliant idea. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys looked yeah. into the? Uh, I can never say right. Is it Somerville? So. Somerville, Somerville, Massachusetts. Well, but that would yeah. violate yes, California's. That. Oh, that California. violates California's. Yeah, they changed laws. the law after that, didn't they? Yeah, California updated their bigamy laws to yeah. include. Uh, domestic partnership. So if you are legally married, you can't get a domestic partnership with somebody else. Either. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I think I think we're all in a in a place where in the future, um, the generations that grew up being told rules are going to make some more open rules. In yeah. fact, in in the in the way that this whole put put a label, put a box, put a check mark here. This is who you are. This is how we define you. That bullshit's going away. Yeah. It's so you weird because California's always been so progressive. I like mm -hmm. lived there my exactly. whole life. Yeah. Why are yeah. they the yeah. ones backwards? Like that's weird. Yeah. Well, sometimes I think when it comes to politics, it, it can be jurisdictions and 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 districts. Mm -hmm. And when it's not a populist vote, it's uh -huh. districts. Uh, then you can only certain districts that can include the type of forward 
what we want to move the culture this way. And that California is so big of a lot of places that they're like, we don't think like LA. We don't think like San Francisco. Yeah. We are, we were the ones making. You kind of forget about those. You know, like <laughs> other decisions about country music and so forth. And I'm not saying that that's necessary. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not denigrating country music. But you know what I'm saying? Like you can you can divide the state sometimes. Yep. The uh, you guys ever thought about moving out to Austin? It's occurred to us on occasion. Oh, where my best friend lives there. Yeah, they're calling it the New Hollywood. So I was like, and you got the Joe Rogan stand up, and Joe Rogan's a huge yes. fan of our show. He emails us all the time. He wants to come on our show, but we said oh, you know, we're just can't. we're just too busy right now. And, you know? well, we told him until he's a thruple and he's having a hard time finding a third. And you know, it's like I said, once you get a third, you can come on. Yeah. Have you ever uh, done? Have you ever done a set at his uh, comedy club? Charlotte the, wants to go there. At the, no, I have not done it at the Mothership yet. Um, but we, we are friends through friends and he's a, uh, is a, a definitely done a lot for Austin and I, as if Austin wasn't, uh, a Mecca for new thinking for quite some time, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it would be one of the, the cities that we'd be open to. Yeah. And that's the thing is we point. are, you know, we don't have kids. Um, our dog is our, is our child we take her everywhere blessed but uh, we we are open to as much as we love living in california and los angeles we are uh, open to living wherever we can be accepted basically yeah and you guys find that to be the case in houston they said yeah oh yeah, I mean, it's, like, very, yeah it's very accepting here and surprisingly so considering it's the bible belt but uh yeah, yeah that gives me hope yeah. Well, if you do yeah, a set it, it, out it, it, at uh, the comedy club in uh, Austin, please let us know and get us free tickets. Oh, we will for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Heck yeah. Music. Wait, I think you're supposed to be doing something at South by. Yep. Uh, he might be at South by. We will make further well, contact. Yeah. So that I can make a guarantee. So I want to so switch want to topics, uh, switch to something completely off topic because I'm a big fan of Justin's yeah. co comedy. <laughs> I saw your Norm Mac McDonald seating Pearl Jam and I literally fell out of a chair. I was, I thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. You had the voice inflections and everything. Um, what was the first impression that you ever did? When did you find out you were funny and everybody started laughing at you? Really good. Um, when I was a, a young kid, um, I I talked too much for other kids, so I found myself talking to myself a lot. And so when I would watch movies and so forth, I would memorize it and then kind of like save it up and then talk in to myself in a room. And uh, I think the, the first one I remember doing was most of the voices in the Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> One or a secret of the ooze? What are we talking about here? Uh, number one. Uh, <laughs> number one. Uh, back then, I wasn't as good as I really thought I was at uh, at Raphael or Leonardo. Or yeah. But I was and still to this day. Splinter? And very good at Splinter. That's right. You know, uh, is a goal. <laughs> I was in Japan learning from my master Yoshi. That was it. That was, it. That was pretty good. That was good. That was good. Very good splinter. I was a huge Ninja Turtle nerd when I was a kid. I actually, my entire, I think, adult life, I've always had one of the arcade games in my house. Like, I've always, oh, the four player. Down. Yeah, I, I refurbished it yeah. and everything. I, I absolutely love those. The cabinet games, yeah. Yep. yeah. Turtles yep. in time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We have an arcade the, in our house. <laughs> we have yes. like eight, what, what do we have, yes. like 10 arcade games? <laughs> Oh, uh, we need to come up. Yeah, yeah. super nerdy. Bellevue, I remember like the very specific little. When I was thinking about it, like earlier today, I was like, man, Justin Ruppel. You know, that's the name, right? It's like, that's the kind of name we'd throw rocks at in, in kids in high school. So, like, yeah, plus it just had sure. to be funny to get through. That you you nailed it. Is that that's it? Is that I was I was I was small. Uh, I had a really tiny little voice. My voice hit the basement when I was like fifteen. So suddenly this tiny little guy had a big booming voice. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, I got a weapon now. I got something to be funny with because I wasn't going to like push my weight around, you know. And if, if you're going to get out of an ass whooping. <laughs> That's how you uh, get it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, your silly, comedy you know? is hilarious. Where are you? Uh, where were you and Katie originally from? Seattle. Uh, we were yeah. from Issaquah, Washington. and oh. Near Seattle. Near Seattle. It's like 20 minutes east of Seattle. Yeah. And, and Claire grew up. Um, most of the time, even though she was born in California, uh, you in Woodenville. Yeah, which is 
10 minutes away from 10 minutes away oh, okay so we all grew up the same same thing very close i thought that wonderful. that story was so interesting to me because uh me and shari actually had that same story we grew up in the same town we knew the same people no. yeah yeah we even have uh we you were know. both homeschooled, went to a lot of the same, yeah. like, sister churches. It was like, yeah. I'm sure if we could okay. see old photos, there's photos of the same brothers. skating rink, going yeah. to the same Christian skate day yeah. events. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there was even we, this weird, yeah. um, like, these nuns that put on this Bible school thing. There they was were like assemblies, probably, assemblies of God ladies. that they that wore? And there was probably all, only like yeah. a dozen kids there, but we went because they gave ice cream. And she yeah. went, oh, we found out years later, she week. went there. I went there for the free ice cream. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, I love it so much. So cute. I love that. I, I, listen. Our, I, yeah, our paths must, must have crossed so many times. We definitely did. Like, but we weren't supposed to meet until that. Not, not meant, meant to be. be. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, it's it's also I I love romance, you know, like that that movie Serendipity, Jersey Serendipity. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Or Fools Rush In. We gotta be the same exact age. We know all the same shit from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, man. That, That's right. That, those movies, you know, uh but there was something about looking, uh you you make you make your own you make your own meaning, you know, and if you go back and look at your life and can find Oh, that's why this oh, yeah. good thing or bad thing happened. Yeah. That's what led me to this. Right. And if you like where you are right now, mm -hmm. then the back looking is very, wow. If you don't, then the back looking is, that's what I did wrong. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> that's why I'm, a, you know, in, you know, yeah, in a bad place now. Well, exactly. if, we met, if we met back in high school, I would have been two feet taller than you, so. <laughs> <laughs> hubba, hubba. I'd like to climb that pole. <laughs> yeah, it's volleyball. So I saw volleyball. the video of you guys winning. Was that a real video? $1.4 million yes. up at Reno? Yeah. All right, what, well, ca what casino was that? It was... Grand? Grand, GSR. Grand Sierra Resort in yeah. Reno, Nevada. Nice. Yeah. I love that. I love that casino. To be fair, we it's split amazing. it. We did not. We split it with his opener. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the kid who gave us the money to put in the machine, it was like that amazing. Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. He's like, What's that was, uh, movie he's in where they, uh, with John Travolta, they take their faces face off? Face off. That oh, was that's one of my one. favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. It's so good. Gotta love face off. Yeah. Uh, and, but we, it, it was very serendipitous because right before we put the money in, he's like, all right, we're all sharing this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Splitting this. Anybody wins anything. And we're like, like, oh, yeah, how many right. times have you heard that? And you're like, exactly. Yeah, right. That's why I was wondering, you see the TikTok videos like, oh, he's going to split it with us. It's like, let's do a follow-up to that. Did yeah. you actually get the money? <laughs> yeah. Checks in the mail, buddy. We wouldn't have won if he wouldn't have given us the money and told yeah. us to bet Max bets. Yep. Yeah. He yeah. told us to he, do it. Yeah. And so we were like, ooh, ten dollars a bet. That's like that's so lot. much money. <laughs> and, uh, so what did you do with all the money? Well, now here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> we went out with Norm McDonald for the night and he's a huge gambler and I bet on I bet on Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it on Rocky Three and I bet it gets Rocky. <laughs> Turns out, uh, Rocky. Oh God, Rocky! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apollo. Oh boy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so one of the first games was they got my ring. Oh, oh beautiful! Gorgeous. Oh, thank you. That was one of the first, and then we lent some money to family so they could do some stuff, and we uh, we ba we bought basic stuff, um, and then made trips. sure we went on some really great trips, basic, fun trips, and then we. But gave, importantly. Everyone is debt free. Yeah, Yay. we climbed up primordial ooze of debt. Yeah, yeah. amazing. <laughs> so and, it, it and Claire was added a few more racks of clothes into your. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we also uh, we we contributed to the uh, the uh, this fund this investment fund the Internal Revenue Service. Oh, yeah, yes. Yes. yeah, we know yes. about that. Yeah, I love those guys. <laughs> Most of it went always looking out we, for we you. Did some, we did some really great investment with them. We haven't seen. Any 
turn on it. Yeah. No, no. Actually, I just got a registration. She was telling me the other day for, I got a brand new like Camaro SS thing. And uh, oh, nice. the registration came was like, what was you saying? It was it's like $10. $10. $10. I was in California. It was like $800 or something. It was like $800. ridiculous. Yeah, just living in California is so expensive. Yeah, listen, it's it's a weird it's a weird catch because there's so many things that I'm like I, every time a bill comes that I go, geez, I remind myself, oh, I golfed today, yeah, <laughs> in <laughs> short sleeves, and then I drove the cost of living in LA. yeah, and then I drove past the places I grew up idolizing mm-hmm. as yeah. if it was like a. Eh, you know, like yeah. that's definitely, that's, I have to tell myself that otherwise I would be too mad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the most beautiful place I've ever lived in California. It's oh, worth, it's really worth it. it when you think about it that way. It is so worth yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I've lived in five states and I feel the same way. It's just such a special place to be. I, I have, I've been all over. I love living here the most. I love visiting everywhere. Everywhere in this, in this country has been really awesome. Uh, and I've only been to like six or seven other. Okay. Sorry. Oh, our, our first child is. <laughs> For our listeners that are not watching, there's a chihuahua right now on the, on the camera. You might want to switch to video if you're driving. Well, her name she's, is our, fun. she's our COVID baby. And so oh. uh, she's very attached. And we yeah. can't do anything without her. Like she can't be left alone. So if we have to do something all together, we have to find a sitter. Or go somewhere that can accept dogs. Yes. Too. Yeah, <laughs> we have a stroller for her. For the record, for people. this was this was these two people's decision. Oh, right. <laughs> it was mostly me yeah. because I have always grown up with dogs, and I don't feel the same if I don't have a dog. So I love my dog very, very much. <laughs> I was not expecting us to be. Oh my god! Attached at the oh okay, yes, attached we we. <laughs> We have strollers. We have papooses. <laughs> I love it. So that actually that actually leads perfectly into a question I wanted to ask you guys: Is what are things that are a part of your life that are specifically a part of your life, either because of non-monogamy in general or because of one of your partners that you wouldn't have if you were in a monogamous relationship? For me, it's more family. Obviously, my father sadly passed away 15 years ago and he was my best friend and Justin has two dads. And so it's really nice. And he has Katie has an amazing mother that we love and she's a super great artist. And Justin's mom is just honestly one of the most amazing women I've ever met in my life. She is glorious and amazing. And they live in Palm Springs. So we get to go spend some time with them ever so often and yeah, so having more family definitely is a huge, huge plus. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, living situation is is a big one. You live in a nicer place, a nicer yeah. place. Having three people being able to contribute and, um, um, gosh, I mean, sharing jewelry, sharing. Clothes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys wish you had the same size, same shoe size. <laughs> I know it's the saddest oh. thing. We don't wear the same shoe size. We don't have the same shoe size. Ah. Yeah, I'm like eight and a half, and she's a nine. Oh. <laughs> so close. I can sometimes wear hers, but she yeah. can't wear mine. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, you know, when you watch volleyball, occasionally you've come across on TV and you see volleyball games, and it's two people playing against two people. You know, like that's there's a guy who sets it up and a person who spikes it, and then a person who sets it up and spikes it. Not a lot of rallying, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when you watch a team play volleyball. Uh, there's a person who sets it up and then there's a bump and then there's a, mm. you know, that it's, it's bump, poetic. Set, spike. There's a lot of poetry in motion and there's a lot of continual stuff happening. So like Katie and I, when it was just the two of us, there was a lot, a lot of great bumps and spikes. Mm. But now that there's three of us, we can bump it, spike it, set it, loft it, mm-hmm. fake it. Like if there's a meaning that, we're you know, a team. There's a lot yeah. more action happening than there was before. Still the same game. Yeah. Still right. a great game of volleyball, great team. But now there's more to watch. You That's know what a I mean? beautiful analogy. Like, yeah. I love it. That's the best thing about the analogy, too, is that he prefaced it by saying if you kind yourself watching, it doesn't admit to watching volleyball. And then it, it, there were men no, no, no. in it. It no, was I, at the I, Swedish Volleyball exactly Channel. Watch volleyball, <laughs> volleyball every hour. You know. <laughs> I'm, I'm married to two tall women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Don't hurt I'm, me. 
<laughs> how, how do I not know where volleyball is to be finished? <laughs> so what's that? That was my sport. I played 10 months a, a year for five or six. <laughs> the shorts, exactly. Nice. <laughs> we pull them up to our butts as far as, far as we can, like from the legs up to the yeah, butt. Yeah. Yeah. And I was 4'11". I was 4'11", and all the girls were already like 5'10". So at 4'11", I was just, I was at butt cheek level. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom riser, like. Is there any yeah. uh, role plays ever happen where she puts her volleyball shorts back on? And just is like, <laughs> there will be. <laughs> I was also a cheerleader. Yeah. So Justin, do you feel like your relationship with Katie is, uh, has improved in any way since you are part of a throuple, like just your, you two, your, your duo. So you get to learn so much about somebody by watching them with somebody else Good point. in general, like, um, I don't want to sound like a know-it-all, but I ask a lot of questions, and so I listen a lot. So very quickly into a one-on-one -on -one relationship, I'm going to know a lot about a person. And I was with Katie for what, 13 years before we met Claire. 10, 10 years. So I knew a lot about Katie uh, by getting to watch her with Claire and the stuff they do together, and the way they interact, and what makes her nervous, and what makes her happy, and what all that stuff. I'm able to gain uh, another edge of perspective that was hidden before hmm. that I couldn't get because I wasn't an outsider looking inside. Oh, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yes. I and it's uh, and it's I wouldn't say better or worse because I don't like those words. I, I think it's it's a new perspective mm -hmm. and, and having more support too. Just expand. We just expanded our family, and so I think the biggest. I'm I, my job is in particular very stressful in that sometimes there's either a long period of time where I'm not working or there's a long period of time where I'm working okay. and gone. Mm -hmm. um, and and because of that, it puts a lot of emotional stress. Yeah, that was probably, yeah, the, the biggest struggle we had in our monogamous marriage was was when you were away so much. But now we, at all times, whether Claire has to go work or Katie has to go travel for work, where I have to go travel for work, or there is time where we go visit family by ourselves, we're rarely ever alone alone. Yeah, we we worked we basically all work together from home twenty four seven around each other twenty four seven, and um, it's um, it's just it's it's. It's truly magical. <laughs> it's to find to find chemistry with one person like that, and then to find that with another person, and then to have all three of us just work so well together. And and it's just I do feel bad for my my individual friends. They can't quite cut it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I, I have to be like, come on, you're gonna have to. We need a whole group of this now. Like at, right. at home, I've got two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're smart, they're funny, and they're hot. You guys are not hot. Yeah. You're, you're not that smart. And frankly, I'm funnier. <laughs> Ouch. Two or three of you guys together in yeah. order to make this click happen. My dopamine level now because of the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. You know, I, I go out with my dirt bike ride, by, you know, riding buddies or whatever. And it's like they only know how to shoulder to shoulder, you know, drink the beer. Like, yeah, did you hear about the new tire that's coming out? It's like, I need yes. more than this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It is exactly. It is um without a doubt taught me a lot about male traditional male interaction because uh I still I'm very lucky that I have some very deep um emotionally aware male friends. Um but I also have the opposite. Yeah. You know, a lot of them who are not yeah. And um, it is very apparent that I was like, oh, oh, that's like a that that not thing is maybe like a bonding a, a, a not. It's a bonding thing that was taught to them, but not one that they want to be in. Like if you actually crack it open just a little bit, a whole bunch of ooze comes out. Yeah, yeah. it's actually the secret of the ooze. <laughs> ah, I like it. See, that's a comedian uh, right there. See how he brings it back around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it's 
I, I've learned that from watching them with each other and being in a relationship with two women who I may be the mo most emotional of the three of us. Mm -hmm. No, oh, I would yeah. he's a Pisces. Guilty. Yeah. He's a Pisces? Without a, without a doubt. Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah. He's, Pis he's Pisces. Pisces. Josh is Pisces. <laughs> all emotion, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> what, what day, Josh? What day? 15. March. <gasps> Wait. No. no way. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? <laughs> From now on, you will call me Nighthawk. No, I know what you're saying, though, because uh, it's like I feel like that way with a lot of men, even if they're like the most, you know, just alpha, like I don't want to talk to. You. But you start talking for a second, they just like, Bleh. it'll all come out. You know, I'm having this problem with my wife right now. Just, they just start talking. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. They all I, come to Justin. It is, it is so interesting because when I was growing up, yeah, I definitely got labeled and called names of, you know, the denigrative names that guys would call men who weren't considered alpha. But now, now the fact that I know my personality and I know my emotional side and I'm aware of it, that ironically turned me into the alpha mm. because of just self-reflectiveness. The alpha is the one who act in in there is no human alpha, whatever. It, that may be a myth. But if we're going by that myth's structure, then um, the alpha is the one who just believes what they're doing full heartedly. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And if you know and and amongst men who are ready to take orders, if you're like, yeah, I know what I'm doing and here we go. Well, now I know that because I've got two women behind me yeah. who are telling me. You can, you will, here's evidence. You do this for us, you're this. So when I speak to other men, I'm like, yeah, women told me. So by the transitive properties, I became that when I wasn't before, just by spending more time with women. And guys think it's the opposite. Mm -hmm. Guys well, think. Well, the perception know, like, is if you got the flat yeah. brim hat, lifted truck, walk around with fake, fake lats yeah. and you know, starting fights in the bars or whatever, but uh, it's really the guys that are they going think, against they the grain. The they don't, you don't care what yeah. other people think. You do, you know your truth and you live it mm -hmm. and you don't care. Yeah. It's it's so interesting because the what most guys would do, at least if they are in a traditional heterosexual uh, mindset, is they're going to go where the guy, they're going to follow the male that knows how to communicate with women. And every time I hear the guys are like, no, you got to treat them like trash. You got to be like this. You got to be stone, stone them and cold them and be away. Yeah. I'm like, do you think that gets you anywhere with women? And if it, it doesn't, yeah. it does, especially not in modern day times. And if it does, it doesn't so, get you the right woman. Yeah. yeah it might, you do a little nagging at the bar. You might get the one night stand, but you're not going to get the relationship you're looking for. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely not. And it's just a matter of time until someone negs them better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's that's a that's a really that's tough a thing. Point. No one you can it, it's hard to beat somebody's unconditional ongoing love, but someone can be meaner. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> very point. Very quickly. <laughs> yep. You know, <laughs> like that that's I I could lose that battle real quick. Uh you're not going to outnice me though. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys, so you guys have been out for a while now in the beginning, did you find it difficult to find any resources or anything? You know, how, how'd you figure out how to even do this? Cause I, for us, it was like, we've been, we feel like trailblazers all the time. It's yeah. like, that's why we started this podcast. Cause we felt like there's nobody for us. Thank you for oh, you're welcome. And it's just been so great. We've got so many, uh, throuples have come out of nowhere. You know, it's like, there was you guys when, uh, we're doing an interview with the Chandler family. Um, and they're a great family next week. Hey, and then we're yeah. doing uh, triad and true mm -hmm. this week. And I don't know if you guys have seen oh, their skits. Really? They are so I funny. Have. You've seen their check into a hotel as a thruple thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's great, great. I, so, it, how did you guys find? It, you guys I, find anything? You just you trailblaze. What? How'd you do it? Ah, uh, just I mean, every day is a learning experience. Like we kind of did, just kind of. I've never read anything about it. I've never been in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. So we just kind of just kind of freakish how it worked out for us. Yeah. We just kind of took yeah, just took it day by day. And but and the more people we talk to, the more they come out of the cracks. And, oh yeah. You know, yeah. and um, 
and I still remember our first polyamorous girlfriend we met, and it's just, it's just such a nice bond, you know? Yeah. We were definitely not of the mindset that what works for us is going to work for everybody else, so we didn't go out and look for, like, a guidebook or a guide rules. Uh, podcasts like these are the best things possible because it's just yeah. communication in an open forum, you know? Right. It's everybody talking, and... Um, I had a couple buddies in in the show business realm who were like, yeah, we we're more open and stuff like that. And I think Los Angeles does, for the most part, kind of welcome that. Or when you say something that doesn't even phase them, you know, you're really you're really going to have to say something different and new to phase somebody in Los Angeles in 2024. <laughs> so um, it. It occasionally, like if I'll go to other states, there, there'll be a little bit more, huh? Um, <laughs> and they'll ask for the guidelines, and I'll say, I don't know. I yeah. have, you know, because well, each relationship is different, too. I think there's just as many guidelines as there would be for a monogamous relationship, yeah. you know? Like, um, what's interesting is we. What? Well, oh. Wrote a show about it. Well, we yes, uh, we won't we won't go too in depth about it, but and let's go very in depth. Is, so, here, Thrubble Talk exclusive right now. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. Let let's let's just let's let's um, hypothetically, allegedly, okay. say that you heard it uh, here we, first. We allegedly <laughs> may have been talking about this very topic as a show guideline type thing. Nice, and awesome. we may have been talking to a lot of places around town. Awesome. Let's call them studios. <laughs> and let's say one of these studios said, nah, and then is releasing oh, said. So we have a show. Oh, next month, how interesting. Yes. If that was true, that would be so cool. Uh, that, would know, be, that, would be, that would be cool and also oddly coincidental. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, interesting. That's awesome. Well, you didn't hear it here first. It is the word, yes. <laughs> I don't, on that one don't know. I don't know where or what we're talking about. But, uh, yeah, I don't and know. this is all alleged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very exciting. I remember this excited since yeah. Secret of the Ooze came out. <laughs> yeah. Then we spilled some tea, but no, I don't Sorry. know what tea we're talking about. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, they're calling it. I, 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 I keep hearing that it's the year of the throuples. So oh, it, yeah. That's yes. what they told me when we were on the news. They were it calling is. it. Hold on. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, we we got instead of rings, we got preples tattoos. Nice. Oh, that's so cool. That's, that's cool. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we're a preple. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not this. <laughs> You'll put it on that one. I'll put it on that one. Yeah. You have a problem with that? Yeah, you want to see my or a thruple. What is your guy's favorite thing about being in a thruple? Just always having someone around and supportive and loving and caring. And if I'm having a bad day, they will pick me up and it always changes. You know, we're always we're three generally really positive people. But, you know, one day there's a tough day and it's really great when you have two people to pick you up. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice. And what is there any advice that you guys would give to other people who are wanting to be in a throuple who or who are in a throuple and just starting out? Mm -hmm. Um, I, my advice would be if it's something that feels like, uh, it's something for you and you don't know if it is for your partner, um, have a discussion with your partner where you say, Hey, we're going to have a no judgment night. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're going to talk about everything that has ever interested us, um, sexually, uh, and relationship wise, no judgment, you know, and, and that's, we're just going to put it, Hey, yeah, sometimes I thought about that. Mm -hmm. I thought about that for a little while and uh, yes and no to some of this and yes and no to other things. Yeah. I mean, I know it sounds different and unusual, but I want to do, I, I don't want to leave this planet, not exploring everything I can, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. If you have one of those nights um, and there are similarities in the, you know, I can love two people, or I'm also attracted to people in the similar gender, or people of a transitive gender, or people without a gender, 
or that kind of stuff, then then there you go. Now you got an open conversation. Those open conversations is is one of the best. And And it's scary, but just think about the outcome. But fun. Don't also the best advice I would give is is to the men, because you know, they're the ones who got the problems with this, honestly. Mm -hmm. Women usually I Josh, you know this. You probably do this too. Um, I say I love you to my guy friends on the phone. Never. I I would never do that. I'm trying to get rid of my man card online. This is on the air. I didn't see this on the internet. I I know. He's got shoulders that look like Joe Rogan. (laughs) Um, I went to the gym once. I I say I love you because there was a few people I've lost that I didn't know I was going to lose. And I don't want to go another conversation without telling them. If I get off the phone, I love you. Mm-hmm. That is um, is gonna take some explaining to a lot of men. Right. And if you're like, look, um, that is a that concept right there that love is not an ownership thing. It is the act of putting yourself behind somebody else's best interest. Mm-hmm. So then now you can love multiple people. Now we've introduced that thought. You don't own somebody because you love them, and they don't own you because they love you. Mm-hmm. You get past that point, then it's what the what the surfers call the breakwater. You get past that, now you can swim out to those cool waves. Yeah, so but until that you LA get past speech. that, yeah. Until you, yeah, until you get past that little coral part where it's like, why are these waves so kicking my ass? Well, the breakwater. There's a little point where you get past it, and it's nice and calm. Yeah, that's the breakwater point. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's nice. All right. Well, as we're wrapping up, I want to take advantage of an opportunity because we've been in Thruple for a long time and I've never, we never get to talk to another Thruple. Like we, we have, you know, we're just starting out. Finally. We are now. Yeah, we are finally, now. Yeah. So now that I have justice for Justin, because man to man, uh, yeah. give me the thing, Uh-oh. the thing that drives you nuts. <laughs> I'll tell you mine. You tell me yours. All right. Now. All right. I am a massive <laughs> fan of like sitcom television yes i love stupid like cheers frazier friends carolina dad shows shows. (laughs) dad shows funny setup setup punch they don't i mean they can watch them yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm reading your lips right now i understand what you're saying they watch whatever they want and when they fall asleep, dad puts on dad shows. <laughs> <laughs> See that? So here's my thing. And it's just right up yeah. this alley. But, but, yeah. but the one problem is, I, opposite of you, is I fall asleep first. They stay up. I'm always tired. Oh. <laughs> but it's the same thing. Oh. I want to watch movies and shows. And I'm super into it. I know where and this is going. <laughs> they won't shut up. They talk through the whole goddamn thing. And then they oh my can God. get like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And they're like, What's going on? They want me to explain the plot. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, Josh, we it's not even a hard it. plot. It's just like, it's like we were watching Dirt Work last night. It's like anybody could follow this plot. We have not made it through a movie. Thank you. Yes. It takes one of three hours. Yeah. We got to start. There's this. so many pauses. Wait, what happened? Pause. Yeah. Who is this? He won't let us pause. I would pause and have the conversation, but he won't let us. We it's have to ridiculous. rewind anyways. Because if we pause, then it it, it takes all night. And yeah. we, we're watching Meg 2. Meg 2 the other night. The stupidest freaking movie. They're asking questions about the sharks. Like, where did that shark go? It's a shark movie. They're eating people. What do you want to know? Like, We got to be evolution. Why does it look like that? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. I have uh, uh, my this own separate possible. room called this. I call it the sanctuary, and I don't let them in there. And that's where I go watch my movies in peace. Oh, that's so great! He lets I, us in there. Is, he wishes. They in anyway, but. I got the golf course, so but but I go before like I try to go before they wake up. So like by the time they wake up and they're coming back and. They've got like their hair up like this. I'm like, Never. good morning, hi. <laughs> yeah. I've got well, stories. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining. This has been such a pleasure for us. We uh, really loved having this you on the show. For us awesome. And, uh, yeah, and uh, we'll get all your contact info. Um, even for is it a Poshmark store? You said. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. We'll link that in the show notes. Absolutely, and please tell yeah. us when you're coming anywhere near us for comedy. Mm-hmm. We would yes. love to go out and see you guys 
Oh we my gosh. to meet yes, yes. you guys are so, so lovely so wonderful beware the ides of march my friend <laughs> yes yes if the two of us meet it's like the gatekeeper and the key master oh right? are you the gatekeeper <laughs> i don't know zool are you the key master <laughs> i think you've watched about as much television as i have <laughs> oh yeah. yeah definitely oh yes brother you met you met Thank you, Thank guys, you guys, for so watching, for, for, for joining us. Every time I speak to another throuple, I learn something new. So thank Thanks. you for sharing your story and uh, you. your tips. Thank you. Yeah, you guys are amazing. Thank you guys are doing a really great work. Thank yes. you. We appreciate yes. you so Thanks. much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you guys for being public and just being out there and sharing your story. Like, if you hadn't, we wouldn't thank have known you. you're out there. So it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank that means a lot. You, how did you, uh, like, uh, first hear about us or... or but, well, Liv oh, sent me um, the TikTok video like a year ago yeah. or something when I was anti-TikTok. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then we found you guys on, I found, on Instagram. Yeah, I found you guys on Instagram. I found the Thrupples um, yep. account on yeah, Instagram. And then we put the pieces together like, oh, wait, that's... Oh, this funny man nice. is the... Uh, he got two yes. women. That's so cool. Well, uh, that's right. Okay. That's we'll right. make it a priority to do for him. Yeah. You want yeah. Me, uh, if you want me to talk to Joe Rogan and get you over there at the comedy club, just let us know after the show. Listen, you just yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get in a group text. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, call, we'll we'll call it we'll call it shoulder guns. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with you, and we'll eat the Terry Black's barbecue. <laughs> God, the oh, yes. oh wow! <laughs> if you like our episodes, uh, please subscribe and share them with uh, people just like yourselves. Please leave a comment to let us know what your favorite part of the episode was, and we'll see you next time.